Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. You know the future, man, you know? Yo, this is Tipper Irie, the original ragamuffin, and you're listening to the future, man, on the Reggae Up Yourself podcast. Play us some good, good, good reggae music. Some sweet, sweet, sweet reggae music. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Reggae Up Yourself podcast with me, your host, the future, man, and people, you know, we always bring in the best of the best. And today is no different, we got a real champion of reggae music and dancehall music Been going for years and is still doing it today Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Reggae Up Yourself podcast, Mr. Tipper Ire. Yes, future man, how are you doing my brother? Greetings my brother, I'm doing well man And you know what I mean, it's such a pleasure to have you on the Reggae Up Yourself podcast No problem my brother, anytime you know, say your respect is, is paramount So no problem, you know what I mean? Much respect and thank you for the invite, you know? No, man, the pleasure is all mine, man. You know what I mean? You know you are an artist that I've been following for long as I can remember. So the fact that I get the opportunity now to sit down and talk to you, you know what I mean? It's a real no joy, No problem. You know? No problem, my brother. So I like to start out to give the people an insight of exactly where the artist is coming from. So, Mr. Irie, where, where exactly were you born and raised? Well, I was born in London, you know, and in um, Dulwich Hospital, in um, and grew up in Brixton Town, you know, um, South London, SW9, yeah, you know, and um, that's where my, all my my music career started for me. My father had a sound system what he brought from Jamaica, yeah, you know, um, and then obviously we had like a little corner shop, you know, in in off Colaba Lane. Yes. Um, in Brixton there. Um, and then my dad used to have these little shoe beans, you know, look at parties every Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. And um, he used to play, you know, Big Youth, Trinity, Dennis Al Capone, Daddy Uroy, all the foundation artists, you know. And um, basically, I just grew up listening to my father's music from Jamaica. Yeah. And then, you know, people like Culture, Burning Spear, of course, Bob Marley, Dennis Brown, Gregory Isaac. Yeah. And just naturally farming, fall in love with the music, you know. And um, so from there, you know, listening to you, Roy, and these guys, I, I decided that, you know, I wanted to be like them. I wanted to be an entertainer. Yeah. So that's what I did. You know, I started to, me and my friend, we set up a little sound system called Younger Frontline Sound System. Yeah. 
And then I went to a sound called Mikey Dread, you know, which is called MJR Roadshow today. You yes. know what I mean? And um, he was the cousin of the of Cecil, who, who owned King Tubby's sound. Okay. You know? And then he brought me, they see my talent and they brought me to King Tubby's, you know? Yeah. Um, who is the, the, the cousin of the original King Tubby's from Jamaica. Okay, see, see. Yeah, you know? And <laughs> so, I guess something cut me, really cut me, you know? Cut me string, really, you know what I mean? And yes. started to make progress, carry the sound box them, carry the wire them, help string up the sound, and then... When we get the opportunity in the dance, we just go up on the mic and show my talent, you know? Yeah. So all of the sound systems them in the area start calling for me now. So I go on Sir Light Sound, Nasty Rocker Sound, you know? Yeah. And start enter talent competition and start win talent competition. And then um, Dennis Roar and... Uh, muscle Egg from Saxon Sound, they spot me at um, a talent competition. Yeah. And then beg me to leave Tubby's and giant for them sound, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was kind of an uproar at the time, but Cecil was very careful with the money, so I never did that, never really pay with. So, yeah. Muscle let them offer me a little chain. So, I said, all right, let me go down and get something a little bit and see how it's there. Yes. So, when we get there now, I buck up on Maxi Priest. Okay. You know? Yeah, and Papa Levi. Yeah. And um Daddy Colonel and yeah. Peter King. A brother named Ruben. You yeah. know, and and these guys were on the phone. So when I come over there now, they welcome me. You yes. know? They welcome me. So me and Daddy Rusty used to spar, so I carry Rusty with me. Yeah. And then you know, the rest is history. We start link up with Saxon and start go up and down the place with Saxon and then the cassettes then start to circulate. Yeah. And reach to America, reach to Jamaica. In a Jamaica them never them never um them couldn't believe say, you know, them we have we have, you know, English artists over here so we can DJ and DJ to that caliber, you know what I mean? Well so, as as you as you say that, um I think I've mentioned this to you before. As a youth growing up in Jamaica and hearing about Tipper Hire with the hello darling, hello good looking yes. and stuff like that, I thought that you were somebody that was born and raised in Jamaica. It's, yes, all, it's no only time. coming to England I realized that <laughs> you were born and raised in the UK. I thought yeah. you were born and raised in Jamaica. Yeah, no, no. I mean, obviously my parents are from Trelawney. Yes. You know, um, a place named Troy. Okay. And, you know, and that's where... You know, when I go to Jamaica, I visit, you know, and we know we have a place down in St. Anne. Yes. You know? In St. Um, but, yes, sir. Um, can you tell me we're in St. Anne? Because I am, I was born and raised in St. Anne, Jamaica. Well, I'm kind of like, um, I don't know if I'm the same place, you know, but, uh, you know, Baskerville. Yes, of course. Yeah, around that area there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, Baskerville. welcome to my neighborhood. <laughs> 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 yes, sir. But yeah, around that area there, we rock a best at them side there, you know. Yes, yes, yes. And that's how the family, the family house, they know. So yes. But yeah, um, I was gonna say yeah, we, yeah. I mean, from there, so you know, the, the 
the, everything just start to take off. You know, the, the, the tape, them and the cassette, them start circulate. Yes. And people start wonder about the sound system from England and and then it just blow up from there. So all of the, the record labels them in England wanted to capture all of the talent from Saxon. Yes. So Maxi Priest got signed to Virgin, Papa Levi did me God, me king, so he got signed to Ireland. Yes. And then me and Colonel of Tipper Irie and the Colonel just a speak. We sweet. Yes. And that that made us get a deal with Greensleeves. Okay. So, so the all that we get four of us, Tipper Irie, Daddy Colonel, Rusty and Sandy, the all of us got signed to a label called UK Bubblers, which is what Greensleeves started for the UK artists. Yes. You know. Um Is that yeah, um, just, is that sorry if I is that Greensleeve? Is that the same um label that is known as VP today? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same label. Same same one, but obviously they sold the company yeah. to another company and then that company sold the company to VP. Okay. You know? Okay. So it's the same 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 organization. Okay, know? yeah. Well um, yeah, so that's how my career start, you know? Yes. Um, with Greensleeves, really, it take off. I, I made my first record when I was 17 for Saloid. Okay. Which was called, which was called The Opposite. Yes, you know? I know that too, no? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, after that, we done a series of live recordings with all of the local entertainers, their local DJs. Yes. Like Ricky Rankin, Lana G., you know, Levi and Peter King, Tipai with General Slater, Left to Be, you know, and um, Harsman and people like that. You know, we've done some um, live recordings. And then when I got signed to Greensleeve, that's where my career started to take off, you know. And that time um, you were you were 17 at that time, were you? Yeah, I was 17 when I made The Opposite. Yeah. When I got signed to Greensleeve, I was about 19. Okay, because I've seen... Um many videos of you on youtube very very young <laughs> yes i'm very slim you know Marga. yes yeah man i see many video mashing up some stage show and them thing there yeah i'm put on some timber now you know but um <laughs> life grew with but, you man you know what i mean that's what yes, happened when man. life is great with you, you know? um would you say that back in those days um the artists they were more unite because from what i've seen of the um music scene in the UK since I've been in the UK. Um it seems to be it seems that a lot of artists back then used to do you know a lot of work together. You know, when you look on the YouTube and the old videos then you see a lot of artists collective collectively um, working yeah, together. But yeah. today it's more of an individual thing. Would you say that correct? Yeah definitely. You know what I mean I mean at the end of the day the sound system brought people together. Yes. You know what I mean? But obviously man as as time goes on, you know, there's differences of opinion. People disagree on things and, you know, so people end up going their own way and making their own path. Yeah. But with Saxon at the time, you know, we was all one family. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, there's some people that are more individuals than others. But for for us on Saxon Sound at the time, you know, we we all used to gather at number twenty two Overcliff Road, you okay. know, which is which is the house of Mrs. Rowe, you know, God yeah. rest her soul. She took us in at her place, and we used to always be there. 
writing lyrics, vibing, you know, and and playing music and yeah, and she she was responsible, you know, for us being helping us be successful by allowing us to be in her house, you know yes, what I mean, to yes. congregate and and things. So yeah, there was more of a family thing, you know, some of the artists them, you know, moved on very quickly. Maxi got his success and he just moved on, you know, he yes. just went on and followed his path. Smiley got success with police officer. Yes. So he ended up doing his thing. Then Hello Darling came along for me. So I moved and I was doing my thing. Yeah. You know, my God, my King was happened for Levi. So he was very successful in Jamaica with that thing. Yes, I that remember tune. that so, song being big in Jamaica as well. That's right. Yeah. So he was doing his thing. You know what I mean? Yes, so, yes. You know how it goes, the music industry people, you know, it, it would have been nice if we could have all stuck together today. Yes, it of would course. Have been a, it, it would have been a massive thing. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, there's differences of, of opinion and people don't agree for whatever reason and then people move on, you know. Yeah, understandably. So this this yeah. um, track, um, Hello, My Darling, Hello, Good Looking. Yeah, Hello, Good Looking. Yeah. Hello, Good Looking, yes. Um, wh- which year was this song released? That was released in 1986. Okay. Um, yeah, in the summer of 86, it went to number one in the reggae charts. Yeah. And then it got to number 22 in the national charts. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what, so that, that yes. kind of changed my life, you know? So, okay, that's what I was going to ask you. So what was it like now that the world know, know Tipari and it wasn't just about being known in the UK? No, it was a blessing, you know? It was a blessing. I just followed my um, my dream, you know what I mean? I was living the dream, and from a youth, I always wanted to be an entertainer. Yeah. You know, and... And it just was in my blood because of the sound system, you know what I mean? And yeah. so from there, I just continued, man. And it was just a blessing to go to different parts of the world and know that people actually know your music, you yes. know what I mean? So, and so that was happy happiness. Yes. So um, apart from the, the, the fact that where heart is used to unite and perform on the sound system and things like that now, how do you see the music changing your opinion, being a part of what was then was going really well? How do you see the music um, scene change here in the UK at the moment? Yeah, well, obviously there's no... Because of the, the, the way the business is now, you know, when there was vinyl, you yes. know, record companies could make money, you yes. know. You know, but now with the how the download is now, you as an artist, you can be independent. You know, yes. you can set up your, you can go to D2 or dot com or something like that and set up your own account with them, and and set up your own download account, and you know you can manage your music and your material yourself. Yes. So the middleman of the record company is not really needed no more. You know what I mean? Is Unless, that better? Yeah, well, in some cases it is. Because when you have a record label behind you, you have a team of people. Yes. You know? Yes. So you have a team of people working for the same goal. Yes. You know, when you're independent, sometimes you might not be able to afford a secretary or a record plugger or all these things cost money. So it might be... Um, 
it might not be as profitable, you know what I mean? But one thing you know, you stay in control of your product, you know? Yes, that's you, true. You can promote it yourself, you, you can manage your accounts and and stuff like that. So you kind of stay in control. Yes. With the record company, you had to kind of like rely on trusting people yes. with, your, with your income, you know? Yes. So... You know, if they were crooked or which were the case a lot of the time back in the day, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, then yeah. then the artist there's many artists that can tell you a story that they they were ripped off, you know? Yes. You know? And so it there's there's swings and roundabouts as we say, there's pros and cons, you know? Yes. To to all of it. But you know, I mean, I well, if the if the record companies are honest and and do their business straight, yes, then it's good to it's good to be with a record company. If they're crooked, then obviously it's not. No, you know what I mean. But one thing you can benefit from is by doing it yourself is that you're in control of everything. The Living the Dream is the new album, so that's the main focus at the moment. How is that going? It's going wonderful, going wonderful. This is my fifth interview. This weekend, you know, okay. talking about the the album, I did some in Birmingham, two in Birmingham, one in Nottingham, I did one in Manchester. I just came back to London last night, you know, from yes. just doing promotion for my upcoming tour. Yes. But Living the Dream is doing well. It's doing well on the downloads. The CDs are ticking over. Yes, and you know, it's it's independent. So I'm just um doing it myself yes you know so um yeah i'm just promoting it as much as possible and we go on tour on the 14th of july okay and then the 21st i'm at the here and hound in in um in birmingham i'm at the metsy club on the 22nd of july yes with the band and then i finish at the fox and firkin in lewisham Oh, uh, and all these shows are with my live band, you know. So okay. If you go to Tipahiri Facebook page, you can find all the flyers on my Facebook page. You can like my page, or if you follow me on Twitter at Tipahiri seven six six five, you can find out what I'm up to. And on Instagram, it's the same thing. Um, Tipa just at Tipahiri, and you will see my flyers then of my, of my shows and and what I'm up to. My website is down at the moment, but it's going to be up within the next couple of weeks. It should be live. So you'll be, you be able to link me at tipperirie.com. Uh, you heard it here, people. You heard it here first on the Reggae Up Yourself podcast. Mr. Tipper Irie is still doing it. Big go out and support the album Living the Dream out right now and check him out on Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook. Yeah. Everything, Tipper Irie. Big up yourself, Mr. Yeah. Irie. Yeah, all right, take care, my brother. One love, brother. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.